We are excited to announce the Virginia Realtors Podcast Network is producing a new podcast. Real Politics offers a behind-the-scenes look at the work our government relations team does on behalf of Realtors. They'll keep you in the know with legislative issues critical to the real estate industry in the Commonwealth. Real Politics offers weekly updates from the 2019 General Assembly session as they track the progress of the legislation that will benefit your business. This podcast, along with Caveat Realtor, is now available through iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Subscribe today for episodes delivered weekly directly to you. Real Politics is part of the Virginia Realtors Podcast Network. Please listen carefully. Hey, and welcome to Caveat Realtor with Virginia Realtors. We discuss the real issues that realtors face. I'm John Haley. And I'm Laura Farley. Remember, Caveat Realtor is meant to provide general legal information. Nothing we discuss should be considered as legal representation or legal advice. Hey, John. Hey, Laura. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. So I thought we would start off, since we're still fairly early in the year, and talk a little bit about some trivia that's a little known. Okay. And most people don't know that I was an accounting major for two semesters in college. Well, you didn't even give me a chance to guess. That's a really terrible trivia game. Oh, yeah, it is. I'm sorry. That's all right. I'll let this one will slide. You'll let it slide? Yeah. Okay. So, so you started out as accounting. Oh. Obviously, they did not stick. I did not start as accounting. Ah, That's the other trivia. The plot thickens. Yes. What do you think my original major was? Um, animal husbandry. Close. Okay. It was computer engineering. Ah, very close. Which very you can close. use to build a program that will handle animal husbandry. That that happens when the machines rise up. Yeah, That would be exactly. useful information to have. Exactly. I had several friends in college who started out as chemistry majors, and they're all working in various book publishing jobs now. So. Oh, I bet they hit organic chemistry. and. Yeah, that was, was a rough time for all of us. Oh, yes, it was, I bet. Uh, so, yeah, so things change. Yeah, um, they do. But before we get into the actual meat of our podcast today, which I promise is somewhat at least tangentially related to what we've talked about already, we want to mention that we now have a sibling podcast in the Virginia Realtors Podcasting Network. Oh, yeah. Our government relations team has created a podcast called Real Politics, and they're going to be dropping episodes that will talk to you a little bit about what's happening with the General Assembly session, legislation that's being crafted, and things like that. And it's really interesting to listen to, so we hope you all will check it out. And I'm sure they're going to have a much better success than I did with my accounting career. I think that's that's probably guaranteed. Yeah. Um, and just as a heads up, you can get the Real Politics podcast the same place you got this podcast. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or SoundCloud. Or our website. Or our website, that's correct. So today we're going to take off our lawyer hats for a minute and put on our green-tinted accounting visors. Did they teach you why accountants wore those kind of visors? Not in the two semesters I took. I think that's the closely guarded secret that they tell you right before graduation. Mm, like a secret society. Yeah, pretty I get much. It. That's cool. Today we're going to talk about the Federal Reserve's decision to raise interest rates once again. So first, a, an incredibly quick Wikipedia-aided primer, because it's been so long since I took those accounting classes and it was not for me, about the Federal Reserve. It's the central banking system of the country. It has been for over 100 years. It has three main objectives, maximizing employment, stabilizing prices, and moderating long-term interest rates. It's the last one that we're going to focus on today. So beginning with the recession in 2008, the Fed, which is what the cool kids call the Federal Reserve, yep. lowered the rate to 0.25%, the lowest that it had ever been. Woo-hoo. And this was designed to encourage spending and saving by making it easier to get things like mortgages and car loans. 
the Fed didn't raise interest rates again until December of 2015. After the latest hike last month, the rate is now 2.5%, which is roughly average over the course of the Fed's lifespan. So the Fed typically lowers interest rates during hard economic times and then gradually raises them as the economy improves to prevent it from overheating. Overheating anything is bad. This means that theoretically, increasing rates is a good omen for the country. However, it can have some negative effects on the housing industry. It's important to note that the Fed doesn't actually have any direct impact on mortgage rates. It raises what is known as the Fed funds rate, which is the interest rate banks charge each other to lend Federal Reserve funds. Banks base their prime rate on this, which is how it affects things like bank loans and credit cards. But because the increased rates can affect lending between banks and lenders, those institutions might pay it forward by raising rates on mortgages. One time paying it forward is not a good thing. That's very true. Um, Historically, there has been a slight connection between the Fed rate and the mortgage rates, but it's not a one-to-one relationship. So when the Fed rates go up, mortgage rates typically go up, but they don't rise at the exact same level. And this could have a ripple effect for both buyers and sellers. Buyers who have a certain budget, so especially first-time home buyers, might have budgeted for last year's mortgage rates, and then the bump that they have now may be pricing them out of certain homes. It also could play into a seller's decision to put his or her home on the market. Your current mortgage is 4%, but you can't find anything below 5.5% now. That could be an incentive to pump the brakes on any listing, and that could further reduce the inventory of homes to buy. So how can you be prepared to help your clients navigate this? Well, first, you should be prepared to answer any questions that they may have, if you're able to. Don't forget, you've got to be competent in the information you're providing, and if not, you need to refer to somebody who is competent. Right. There could definitely be some concerns and confusion if their first-time home budget is being blown by the expanded interest rates. One thing to remind them is that while rates have gone up, they are still much lower than in previous years. Buying houses are still a smart fiscal strategy, even though it's a little more expensive than it was at this time last year. And depending on the financial circumstances of the client, they also might want to explore an interest rate lock. With an interest rate lock, lenders will guarantee a certain combination of interest rate and points for a period of time. Typically, locks will last from 30 to 60 days, but they can go longer. Of course, there's a catch. There's always a catch. To offset their risk, lenders will often charge fees for a longer lock period. However, depending on your client's situation, this might make the most sense. You can also attempt to control for interest rates in the sales contract. So, for example, Virginia Realtors contract has a provision allowing the parties to cap mortgage rates at a certain percent. This can help protect buyers from a mortgage that they can't afford. But buyers want to be careful about putting too low an interest rate into this provision, as it may make their offer less desirable to a seller than another offer that may have a higher interest rate cap. Listing agents should discuss the potential impact of accepting an offer with a low interest rate with their clients, especially if interest rates are starting to trend up. If a buyer makes an offer with today's interest rate and then interest rates go up and they don't have a lock, the buyer may be able to use this provision to terminate the contract. If you're the buyer agent working with a buyer who's making an offer with a fairly low interest rate in this provision, consider having the buyer get an interest rate lock and provide that documentation to the seller. This way, your buyer can demonstrate to the seller that they won't have a problem getting a loan no matter what happens to interest rates going forward. Another option is seller financing. If the seller is able to provide financing him or herself, then they can provide rates that might be just a little bit more insulated from those offered by commercial lenders. Just remember, under the Dodd-Frank Act, sellers who finance are only exempt from federal regulations if they provide mortgage financing for no more than three properties in a 12-month period. So how can you limit your risk? 
Well, first, make sure that you get your clients to think about how higher interest rates might potentially affect their transaction. You can direct them to any number of reputable financial websites, and many lenders have good information regarding interest rate fluctuations. And as a special treat for our members, our new economist, Dr. Lisa Sturdivant, is creating a blog post on this very topic. So make sure you check the Virginia Realtors website. Thank you for joining us. Caveat Realtor is a weekly podcast with episodes released every Tuesday. Our podcast is available for streaming through iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Subscribe to our podcast to get automatic updates when we have new episodes, and please rate us. Remember, members of Virginia Realtors have access to our legal hotline, where we can provide you with legal information. You can access the legal hotline on the Virginia Realtors website under the Legal tab in the Four Members section. Make sure you're logged in to see this page. Thanks. Although the members of this podcast are attorneys, the legal information in this program is not a substitute for personalized legal advice from an attorney licensed to practice in your jurisdiction. The information provided by Virginia Realtors is general reference work as a public service and does not constitute solicitation or provision of legal advice. We provide this general legal information on an as-is basis. We make no warranties and disclaim liability for damages resulting from its use. Legal advice must be tailored to the specific circumstances of each case, and laws are constantly changing. The information provided in this program should not be used as a substitute for the advice... of competent counsel. This has been a production of Virginia Realtors, copyright 2019. This podcast features the song Please Listen Carefully by Jazar, available under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike license.